Today in Security from Wired. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Kia's first three-row all-electric SUV, the Kia EV9, with available all-wheel drive and seating for up to seven adults. With zero to 60 speed that thrills you one minute and available lounge seats that unwind you the next. Visit kia.com slash EV9 to learn more. Ask your Kia dealer for availability. No system, no matter how advanced, can compensate for all driver error and or driving conditions. Always drive safely. The new era of social media looks as bad for privacy as the last one. The slow motion implosion of Elon Musk's X has given rise to a slew of competitors where privacy invasions that ran rampant over the past decade still largely persist. By Vittoria Elliott When Elon Musk took over Twitter in October 2022, experts warned that his proposed changes, including less content moderation and a subscription-based verification system, would lead to an exodus of users and advertisers. A year later, those predictions have largely borne out. Advertising revenue on the platform has declined 55% since Musk's takeover, and the number of daily active users fell from 140 million to 121 million in the same time period, according to third-party analyses. As users move to other online spaces, the past year could have marked a moment for other social platforms to change the way they collect and protect user data. Unfortunately, it just feels like no matter what their interest or cultural tone is from the outset of founding their company, it's just not enough to move an entire field further from a maximalist, voracious approach to our data, says Jenna Ruddock, policy counsel at Free Press, a nonprofit media watchdog organization, and a lead author on a new report examining Blue Sky, Mastodon, and Meta's threads, all of which have jockeyed to fill the void left by Twitter, which is now named X. Companies like Google X and Meta collect vast amounts of user data, in part to better understand and improve their platforms, but largely to be able to sell targeted advertising. But collection of sensitive information around users' race, ethnicity, sexuality, and other identifiers can put people at risk. For instance, earlier this year, Meta and the U.S. Department of Justice reached a settlement after it was found that the company's algorithm allowed advertisers to exclude certain racial groups from seeing ads for things like housing, jobs, and financial services. In 2018, the company was slapped with a $5 billion fine, one of the largest in history, after a Federal Trade Commission probe found multiple instances of the company failing to protect user data triggered by an investigation into data shared with British consulting firm Cambridge Analytica. Meta has since made changes to some of these ad-targeting options. There's a very strong corollary between the data that's collected about us and then the automated tools that platforms and other services use, which often produce discriminatory results, says Nora Benvenides, director of digital justice and civil rights at Freedom Press. And when that happens, there's really no recourse other than litigation. Even for users who want to opt out of ravenous data collection, privacy policies remain complicated and vague, and many users don't have the time or knowledge of legalese to parse through them. 
At best, says Benvenides, users can figure out what data won't be collected. But either way, the onus is really on the users to sift through policies trying to make sense of what's really happening with their data, she says. I worry these corporate practices and policies are nefarious enough and befuddling enough that people really don't understand the stakes. Mastodon, according to the report, offers users the most protection because it doesn't collect sensitive personal information or geolocation data and doesn't track user activity off the platform, at least not on the platform's default server. Other servers, or instances in Mastodon parlance, can set their own privacy and moderation policies. Blue Sky, founded by Twitter co-founder and former CEO Jack Dorsey, also doesn't collect sensitive data but does track user behavior across other platforms. But there are no laws that require platforms like Blue Sky and Mastodon to keep their privacy policies this way. Folks can sign on with particular privacy expectations that they might feel satisfied by a privacy policy or disclosures, says Reddick. And that can still change over time. And I think that's what we're going to see with some of these emerging platforms. Mastodon spokesperson Renaud Chapu told Wired that the platform does not have any plans to change its privacy policies and noted that user data is only available on the server where a user's account is hosted. Blue Sky and Meta did not immediately respond to requests for comment. Meta spokesperson Emil Vasquez directed Wired to a thread from the company's deputy chief privacy officer Rob Sherman in which he said, Meta's privacy policy and the Thread's supplementary privacy policy are the best resources to understand how Threads uses and collects data. Nazana Nandalibi, assistant professor of information at the University of Michigan, says that while privacy can be a competitive advantage for a newer platform, people might still use a platform that they believe will not respect their privacy even if they have concerns. Mastodon has fewer than 3 million users, and Blue Sky, which remains in beta, has just over 1 million and greater privacy may not be enough to shift users' behaviors away from bigger platforms like X and Meta's Threads. Unlike Blue Sky and Mastodon, Threads largely abides by the same wide-reaching data collection policies as its parent company, which also owns Facebook and Instagram. Launched in July off the back of Instagram, the platform saw an initial spike in growth followed by a plateau. But in its quarterly earnings call last week, Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg said that Threads now has over 100 million monthly active users. I've thought for a long time there should be a billion-person public conversations app that is a bit more positive, Zuckerberg said. I think that if we keep at this for a few more years, then I think we have a good chance of achieving our vision there. Threads looks like they're collecting much more information than they actually need in order for the service to function. And some of the information they're collecting is pretty sensitive, says Callie Schroeder, Global Privacy Council at the Electronic Privacy Information Center, a nonprofit focused on privacy and free speech online. I think this is just inextricably tied to the fact that behind threads, Meta already holds just an absolutely obscene amount of information on individuals. Twitter, prior to Musk's takeover, has had its own spotty history of protecting user data. In 2009, hackers compromised the platform twice, accessing users' privacy information and, in some cases, taking over accounts. In 2011, the FTC issued a consent decree, a threat of legal action against Twitter for failing to protect user data in relation to the 2009 hacks. As part of the settlement, Twitter will be barred for 20 years from misleading consumers about the extent to which it protects the security, privacy, and confidentiality of non-public consumer information, according to the FTC, with each violation carrying a $16,000 penalty. So far, attempts to curtail the collection of users' data has been piecemeal, largely driven by state-level laws and individual enforcement actions. 
The American Data Privacy and Protection Act, proposed in 2022, remains in congressional limbo. Regulation continues to be extraordinarily behind, says Ruddick. The companies are not going to change on their own. Thanks for listening to Wired. I'm Zeke Robison, and for more stories just like this one, visit us at Wired.com. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at Wired.com security. If you like this podcast, can we recommend another one? It's called Big Picture Science. You can hear it wherever you get your podcasts, and its name tells part of the story. The big picture questions and the most interesting research in science. Seth and I are the hosts. Seth is a scientist. I am Molly, and I'm a science journalist. And we talk to people smarter than us, and we have fun along the way. The show is called Big Picture Science, and as Seth said, you can hear it wherever you get your podcasts.